heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. The one thing I have noticed in past weeks and months, and I don't know if you have or not, but surely I have picked up on it, is how quiet the left is. How quiet they are. Think about that a moment, will you? Don't hear a lot of griping and bitching and complaining at the moment, do you really? Now, some more towards the center of, I mean, they're hurting. This kind of a catastrophe, this hurts everybody. Nobody escapes this this kind of a collapse, let's be clear. Doesn't matter what you call yourself, whether it's a libertarian, a Democrat, a Republican, an independent, or even a communist. Nobody escapes this sort of a calamity. It's not possible. We are seeing things in our life now, my fellow Americans, that surely we've never seen in our lifetimes. There's no doubt about it. And I know sometimes we say that and we think, eh, what does that really mean? Well, I, I, I think today's program will explain exactly what that means. We are seeing and hearing things that we've never experienced in our individual lifetimes. Now, whether they've done in other lifetimes or not, I can't answer that. I wasn't here. But this is really what you would call a perfect storm of of such. And I remember coming through the election of 2020, and we were warning people about that perfect storm. What if? What? Yeah, they won't. They won't elect Biden. It's not happening. The guy never had a campaign. It's not going to happen, right? What if? What if? What if? Would that ever happen? It's not going to happen. Don't worry about it. I mean, I don't think any of us really thought, I, I don't know of anybody in my circle here who really felt that this man would supposedly, or the concept is, that he got over, what is it, 80 million votes? Uh, something like that, they say. 81, I think it is, right? Potentially. If, 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 do you believe that? I've got a couple of deserts and an ocean liner to sell you as well, my friends, if you believe in all that stuff. And a fairy tale. Maybe you still believe in the fairy tale of the tooth fairy, as they say. You know, I don't know. Uh, but uh, listen. Nobody could have predicted this this calamity of things, and no one is escaping this. But I've I've noticed how quiet the leftists. And, and just think a moment. Let keep it real. I mean, please, if if this was a Donald Trump agenda right now, just think about this a moment, or any agenda of a Republican president or whatever, whoever. I don't really doesn't matter who it is, quite frankly, but. Could be Trump as well. If this was the agenda of a Republican president, what do you think the sound would be coming from the left? What do you think it would be? That should sum it up pretty well for you right there. Not a lot happening there. They're very quiet. And I've noticed that quietness because it's definite. It is definite. And there are times where we look at each other and we think, is somebody going to wake us up out of this deal or what's really happening here? Someone's going to take control. Surely the adults are going to come in and take control of the situation, right? Potentially. I mean, somebody's got to do something. 
So there is some sort of a plan going on here, friends. And I think part of the conversation today is what is the end game? You all have to be thinking yourself. I know I am. What's the end game? I mean, what are they really after? And how dysfunctional can any administration be? I mean, this, this is the, this is the original Keystone Cops. There's not a damn thing these people, you know, and I thought the other day, actually, as I was getting ready for Viewpoint, we had Sidney Powell on, on Viewpoint, had great, great conversations, Mark Gregorian, uh, you know, just outstanding show if you didn't hear that it's on podcast on the weekend. And, uh, and I was thinking of that myself, you know, like, what, where, where is the end game and what do they really want to accomplish? What policy, what single, what policies what has the uh, the Biden handlers, you know, I think about, too, what do you really call these people? Because, you, you know, it's a little different than an administration. Some people, I, you know what I see thrown around a lot? The Biden regime. The, I hear that a lot. The Biden regime. I also hear the Biden cabal, the Biden cabal or the Biden handlers. That's another thing. You see what I mean? You see where we're going there, right? I mean, that's now that's a given. And everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. The left knows it, right knows it, center knows it. Everybody knows that. They know this president is not in command. And yet we kid ourselves, acting like everything's okay at the okay corral here, you see? Yeah, it's okay. We got an election coming up, you know? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, nothing's good. It's, it's you know, I mean, yeah, you have to pinch yourself to really figure this out, you see? Wow, it's uh, it, it it is it is it is an eye turner, something that nobody would have ever explained, and yet we gave a lot of warning signs uh, throughout that 2020. We just didn't think that this would become the new reality, but there is not a single policy that this uh, uh, this group of people, the handlers, the Biden handlers, there's not a policy that has been put into place that is going to be beneficial to the American people. Now, if you are a migrant, if you're an illegal lawbreaker, or you're a terrorist, or you're some other dysfunctional individual, those policies may potentially benefit you. Think about that for a moment, please. Yeah. No, that, that may benefit you right there, those policies. That's, that's all that. I don't know of anyone else in my circle of all kinds. And I talk to everybody, by the way. I have a lot of Democrat friends, a lot of people in the South. I mean, I love, I love all people. I love people. You don't have to come in with one opinion for me to like you or don't. I love people. And everybody I know in every circle, I don't know anybody that came to me and said, Malcolm, man, this president's doing a fabulous job. You don't see that policy he put in? Yeah, that's a, a X12678969 policy. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Boy, man, that really benefited me. Improved my life dramatically. I don't hear a soul talking about that right now. There's nothing. So now the question becomes now, you know, what are we going to do about it? Yeah, there, there is a midterm election, but there's a, there's a lot of scatter there as well, as, as Sidney was pointing out on the weekend uh, to me. Sidney Powell was saying on the weekend, very, very concerning. Uh, it, it, but I do think it's going to be interesting. I want to say, let me get right out here with the midterm elections. I have a different opinion than most people have. A lot of those people that have been following the election fraud very, very carefully, I am not one of them. I don't sit in that sort of territory. I don't like to spend my time with what if, what could be, all of that. I, I just don't. I know some people would find fault with that and say, well, Malcolm, we have to fix the problem. I get that. Well, even Sydney says, go back to paper ballots, she says. Forget all this computer stuff and the rest of it, because you're setting yourself up for 
potential problems. A lot of people think that way right now. Remember the good old days of the hanging shad? Remember the hanging shad? Oh, those were the good old days, weren't they? Right? Bush v. v. Gore. Wow, what a day that was. What a, what, what a campaign that was. The hanging shad. Those were the good old days, friend. That's all we had to fight about, right? <laughs> and now it's like, wow, it's the, the, the whole election process. And the whole thing is COVID changed all that. All this ballot harvesting and vote two, three times, vote from the graveyard. Just vote, 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 vote. However you vote, vote. That, that every, all the rules changed. Didn't really matter. Just vote. Doesn't matter what your address was or where you were. Vote as many times as you like. And have anybody bring it in. Just, just whatever. Drop them all off. Well, you see, Dinesh D'Souza was just talking to him this morning, in fact, on the 2,000 Mules. Uh, you see, that film is really uh, uh, creating quite a stir, actually. Uh, that people see the evidence. It's kind of hard to deny when you see all those videos and it's in vibrant color. You see what I mean of what's happening? And it is happening. Uh, I do a lot of name dropping here today. Also had a call this morning from Dr. Carol Swain telling me she, she, she talked about the mules and talked about other things we need to do. And, you know, we need to get uh, just all kinds of stuff, strategizing. What's, what good patriots do, people? We strategize on how to fix it. That's, that's the deal. So we, we strategize on how to fix the problem. That's where we're at right now. Well, let's talk about that today, friends, on the voice of a nation here. And of course, if you haven't discovered already, it is uh, Malcolm out loud here. Yours truly. Always a privilege to be with you, as always. Thank you for joining us here. And uh, I want to bring on Dr. Jay Lair right now. And he's a senior policy analyst with the uh, International Climate Science Coalition, the former science director of the Heartland Institute. Uh, one of the most optimistic people you ever met in your life. And you probably know that if you've listened to him. It's good to have a little bit of optimism. Oh, he's got a lot of optimism, actually. He's the host, the co-host with his uh, cohort there, Tom Harris. W great guy. But both of them are terrific, Tom. Uh, the other side of the story. They've been fired up, man, doing a lot of great stuff. Uh, that program plays on the weekends on America Out Loud Talk Radio, Saturday and Sunday, uh, 11 a.m. There's an encore at 8 p.m., by the way. Look it up on the uh, uh, site, AmericaOutLoud.com. Terrific guys here. Okay, and, and Dr. Jay has a, a piece out there and all that. We'll talk about it. But uh, Dr. Jay, Lee, I want to go right right to the point right now and ask you right up front the, sh the, the, the question that most would lead to the end of a program. And we'll come back to it more a little bit later in the program. But I want to ask you right now, in all your life, and you've lived a beautiful life, and you're still living it in high glory, one of the smartest people I know. And you're, what, Jay, what are you, like 110 right now, 100, 111? I forget. Tell me. Uh, you know, it's, I'm only 85, oh, um, but my my <laughs> wife uh, tells me I don't look a day over 84. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah she, she, she's got the number, doesn't she? Yeah. I have to tell that to <laughs> listeners. No, I, and I say that not to be smart, although I was being a little smug. The problem is I only have one gear and it's uh, full ahead. Yeah. And as you already pointed out to your listeners, yeah. Yeah. I am the ultimate optimist. As long as we're not dealing with, you know, personal tragedy That's right. and death, if it comes to world affairs, if it comes to politics, I can always make lemonade out of lemons. I and uh, I will shock the audience yeah. right now to say I love everything that's going on. Everything that Biden, oh. the Biden administration does is just digging that hole uh, deeper until the time that we begin to come back because the mistake all the leftists, the communists, the 
they think they're in total control Mm -hmm. and they don't need to care about the people they govern. That ultimately will be their undoing. Whether it takes a year or 10, I'm not sure. But uh, the the death knell is already sounding for the Democratic Party and their communist cohorts. Jay, now you bring up a really terrific point, and I didn't know, we we barely talked, said hello before you came on here, so we certainly didn't discuss any of this, but you bring up a great point, and you know, and listeners know what I'm talking about here next. I told them a couple, three weeks back, Jay, that um, I actually, and this doesn't sound nice, so let me put the caveat out there right now. What I'm going to say isn't, isn't said to be mean-spirited. But it is said as a patriot. I, listen, I believe red, white, and blue. I love our country. It's it's the it's the, it's the greatest gift to my life after God Almighty is this country, this nation. Uh, and there, I I'm a patriot. I love uh, love this nation and love our people. We the people. Um, and and so yeah, we have a vested interest here, uh, for sure, Jay. But uh, you know. Before I get to the end game, and we talk about that a moment here, we we talk about, Jay, um, what's really happening here. You know, you try to be optimistic, but I told listeners just recently, I'm actually prefer that we struggle right now to the nth degree. I don't want to take the foot off the gas. I want to feel the pain. I, and and I, I know this doesn't sound nice. So I, I already said that to you, but I, I we, we because what we've done as a collective, as a people, as we the people, we have really screwed this experiment up. And, I, and I'm going to say this. We're going to go from Tom Brokaw's the greatest American generation, the greatest generation. Right. We all know that or to the most screwed up generation there ever was in the existence of mankind. That's how much we've taken away from the United States of America and our 330 million plus people. That's the game plan right now. That's what's that, that's that's the puzzle that's in front of us right now. So and I, and I say that, Jay. So what I say to people is, you know, sometimes we, we, we put a couple of Band-Aids on things. We fix things a little bit light and then we move on and things never really get fixed. What's happening right now, it is so severe and it is such a sucker punch to the gut 10 times over. It's like America is is bent over, can barely. Here's the visual, Jay, can barely gasp. We're like out of breath. I mean, we've been punched so hard right now all through these last couple of years, uh, for sure. And even it all started through the Trump years, actually, what we went through in those years. Uh, that they did to try to unravel this nation and, you know, all the baloney that went on throughout with the Russia business and, you know, everything that took place, Jay. And I just said, you know what? It's better off. We don't let off on the pain right now. Let's feel the pain as a people. Let's suck it up, put our big pants on. And then, you know what? And then no matter what, and, and here's the catch, Jay. No matter. So, OK, November, midterm elections, people say, well, Malcolm, but it doesn't really matter. They're going to steal the election. I hear that all the time from my conservative friends. They say, well, Malcolm, it doesn't really matter. They're going to steal. But Malcolm, it doesn't really matter. They're going to steal the election. But but it doesn't really matter. That's all I keep hearing from my keep hearing from me. even Cindy said to me yesterday, they're going to steal the election. So you know, Jay, Matt, here's Malcolm. the deal. If we create such a ruckus and we feel the pain so badly, Jay, and November happens, how are they going to steal the election, I ask you? How, well, when we're you, all in the okay. sewer? You and I are not uh, as far apart as uh, you might think. Uh, you're looking at the future through a little bit of a pessimistic lens. I'm entirely optimistic. But I go back in history. Teddy Roosevelt 
was really a socialist. FDR was definitely a socialist. The beginning of the deep state in our current government began gangbusters in the 60s and really took off in the, in the 70s. It all really started with the Bolshevik Revolution of 1970 in Russia when they were determined to take over the world and enslave the world's population. It's been going on in this country for a, over a hundred years in reality, but everything you just said is correct. We have now been slapped in the face so much that people are waking up. They cannot steal the, the, the 20, 22 November midterm election because it's not about beating up on six states, which is how they stole the election and got those 81 million votes. There are over 500 districts. And it doesn't matter if you stole it in six districts. The whole tide will change in November. Every Why I love everything that Biden is doing. And remember, it has nothing to do with Biden. He is a willing hand puppet. It is a it is a cabal of Obama, George Soros, and a, probably a half a dozen uh, progressive communist billionaires that mm. want to run the world that sit around a table every day or every week and give instructions for Biden what to do. And I love the works they do every morning in America. Hundreds and hundreds of rank and file people realize what is going on to them. And they're going to recognize in November when they have a chance to vote, they will not be voting Democratic. And we will flip a five vote majority for the Democrats to a 50 or 60 vote majority of Republicans. And the House controls the budget of America. Not a nickel can be spent without approval of the House of Representatives, which means that in January, when those representatives take office, there will be nothing that Biden's cabal can do to spend us into bankruptcy, to spend us into greater inflation. Now, it may take a year or 10 to take back our country from the communists that have been trying to take us over for many, many decades, but we will get back. You bring up a, a religious an analogy. It is a battle of good versus evil. Mm -hmm. The people are good. The people running the people are evil and they are ignoring us. And it is kind of come home to roost. We're paying a price, of course, at the gas tank and the grocery store and to a certain extent lives in Ukraine. But you want me to be optimistic? The Ukraine war will make the world so much a better place. Putin will be gone in a year. The way that all of Europe has come to the aid of Ukraine has been absolutely magnificent. How do you think? How do you think Putin goes? I think he ends up going to Saudi Arabia and living by a swimming pool in the sun. Well, well, hold on. I, I'm gonna uh, I, let me push back a little bit. I hear everything you said, and that that's fine. But actually. There are intelligence reports we have here at the network about Putin and that he is very, very I, they're not just 
there's not conjecture that he is very, very ill, that he is indeed very ill. He may not get the pool or the drinks. Uh, they say he may be, that's what I hear, he may be dead within the year. Well, that would be wonderful as well. He's uh, uh, one of the most evil people that has ever lived. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm quite sure one has to worry who will take his place. We can't guarantee it'll be someone we like, but I think we'll like better. And I think Russia has suffered more than intelligence uh, tells. The body bags are going home uh, with Russian soldiers in them. And I think we will see a better Russian government, certainly one that does not have the ability to tyrannize uh, its neighbors or its own country. So yeah, yeah. really everything about the war and what you just said uh, speaks to my optimism. And by next January, we'll be seeing it very well, both in terms of the Ukraine situation where Putin can absolutely not win this war, whether he's alive or dead, and with the vote in the House. Of well, hopefully that's the case. But just one one point to that, for, and I think listeners need to be aware, the, the other thing, Jay, that could very well happen is, and he probably will, there's been a lot of conversation about, surely he keeps threatening nuclear uh, weapons, but chemical attacks as well, which is very, he's very prone to. Uh, we do see the very, very potential of strategic, now I say the word strategic, tactical nuclear weaponry against the Ukraine specifically. You realize that could happen. No, I don't. I absolutely reject any chance of a of using any nuclear weapons because he's signing his own death warrant. I hope all you're right. Take, I hope you're right. One nuclear weapon and nobody will any longer feel that we can't have boots on the ground okay. uh, in the Ukraine. Any nuclear weapon, the smallest, the most strategic is a, a death warrant for Putin. And as sick as he may be, uh, I, I think he doesn't want to shorten his life a day. Well, I, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Uh, he does have some kids. He, the, the, of course, they live in the West. They live in Germany and his daughters and that kind of thing. But uh, isn't that remarkable uh, that that is the case? He's a very interesting uh, character, but he is in his end days, I am sure of that, in whatever capacity they are. We'll see what happens there. The sad, the, the sad piece to that whole thing out there, uh, to be sure, Jay, is also that uh, that uh, we can that will never be replaced is the amount of deaths. Sadly, the amount of, of lives that have been lost is sad, sadder than yeah. sad. It's it no sucks, sucks no uh, that human no life that people have no value for human life. But as you said a moment ago, the fight of good and evil is very real. It, it, it centers. In fact, if you remember, Jay, when we opened up the microphone here back uh, several years now ago on The Voice of a Nation, you were here on the second show with me, if you recall, brother. And you remember, you remember it was the fight of good and evil we talked about. Do you remember that? And it will. This evil always appears to be winning, mm -hmm. but it never wins in the end. Amen. Because in the end, they they ignore all the good people. They become so power mad. Right. And uh, but, you know, you say that nobody in our current lifetime has seen what we're witnessing today. Mm -hmm. uh, I tend to uh, disagree with that a little okay. bit. Okay. Uh, I recently read a book, Churchill Walking with Destiny, that, mm -hmm. that showed, you know, nearly a century of his life and all the things that uh, he led Britain through World War One, mm -hmm. World War Two, 
uh, all the things that have been going on for a hundred years, we really right. have been there before. Well, well, let me, let me, won. let me, well, let me say back to you. Yeah, I don't disagree with what you say. However, what I said is in our lifetimes, not not in the history of uh, mankind. Although that could be, I don't know. But but it's more than that, Jay. What's happening now in America is, and let me just, uh, here's where I want to ask you, because then I want to, I've got another guest coming on and we're going to go back and forth, you and I a little bit later. Uh, but let me, let me do this here as well. Uh, when we talk about, before I get to that end game and what we're speaking about here, I'm talking, Jay, about this. Uh, I'm not talking about war. I'm not talking about Churchill and the, the aspect of war or the end of this or that. What I'm talking about specifically when any statement is made in our lifetime to think that we have a, a president, a, a United States administration in play right now, however they got there, and that there's not been one policy put into play that has impacted any American, that these are impacting bad people, uh, terrorists, migrants, illegal lawbreakers, all kinds of other people as they ship them through the middle of night and fly them all over the country in all 50 states and do all kinds of nefarious things. But when you look at all their policies across the board, I, I've never seen any president, Republican, Democrat, and there's nothing that I've ever seen that has not a policy in play that would benefit, not benefit the American people. In other words, well, this agenda is very hostile, Jay, is what yeah, I'm saying. But you're, you're missing a point. What is it? Uh, you've, not, you've not seen it before because we've never had an administration whose goal was to destroy the country. Uh, oh, I love it. I lo Stay right. Now, hold that thought right there, brother. No, 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 I love that point because it's actual. Now, let me let me let me segue now, because because we only have a couple of minutes. And I got to pause and then we got to we got to uh, get to the second segment of the show. But let me ask you this. Let me ask you. Here, uh, so. What you just say with the administration and to destroy the country well, is that the answer to the question I would ask you up front here about the end game? So when you look at the Biden handlers or his his people around him, because clearly they've got him like a uh, he's got like, what do you call it, Jay? One of those wind up things on his back, like, you know, those wind up toys, you wind up and you let go. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, he's like one of those wind up toys. And he's a bit of he's very dysfunctional, clearly, obviously. I mean, you'd run circles. And of course, you've been a marathon runner. You've been jumping out of planes all your freaking life. You've been doing all kinds of stuff. You'd run circles and triangles and squares around this guy. Uh, and then some uh, at any age, by the way. But uh, talking about the end game, what really, when you see the, the progressive Marxist left that has swallowed the Democrat Party whole right now, what is their really, a real serious question, what is their end game, Jay? to totally destroy the U.S. Constitution and everything that our founding fathers gave us over two centuries ago and start from scratch with another Marxist revolution and to put in place a country led by rich, powerful people and enslave the entire population. It was right. done in the book 1984. It was mm -hmm. done in the book Brave New World. Yeah. Their goal is total destruction. And Obama was the first president to kind of come out in front and do things that were negatively impactful for the country. Uh, George Soros, who was the richest person in America, a Nazi Jew who worked for Hitler, has been behind the scenes mm -hmm. with billions of dollars. Uh, paying for it all, 
The end game is nothing less than the destruction of America as we've known it mm. since the Constitution was written. And they are going to begin losing in November of this year. There you go. Well, well, that is uh, that there you're hearing it, friends, from Dr. Jay Lehrer. Um, you know, I mean, there are those times where we have to hit new lows to be able to rebuild where we're at this American dream, American exceptionalism, all the things we love about our nation. How blessed are we as people, no matter what, no matter how bleak things look, really think about this, because Jay was right moments ago, when you look at things that have happened historically and things around the world, uh, it, it is quite a picture. And think about how blessed we are now. And I actually think about this a, a fair amount, by the way, that, that, that I was born in this country, that God had me born. Well, actually, that's not entirely true. Forgive me. I, I don't want to say any white lies here. So as you know, I was born on the dwarf planet of Pluto. Uh, so that is the more factual statement. And then was dropped here into the States, spent some time in Europe, of course, as people say, where's your accent come from, Malcolm? Well, there's <laughs> exactly it. It's a combination of a multi-galactical uh, program here, basically. But what a blessing, though, to really be in this country, to be part of this beautiful, beautiful nation. And, you know, no matter what, I, I still proudly say that, we'll always say that, we the people, the spirit of this program in the fight of good and evil now is to spirit Americans on. It's to get that, that fight back into we the people um, to be able to turn these things around because we're gonna have battles along the way. I do fully believe what Jay said is totally, totally accurate. We definitely win the war. There's no question about it. And it is a war, it is a war. And remember life is volatile. It's designed that way. It's highs, lows. It's, you know, it is, after all, friends, it still is a four-letter word, you know? And, and it, is, it is volatile. It's made and designed that way. And we, none of us get out through easy. We all have the ups and downs, really and truly, truly. But it's how we look at things and what we think about it. You know, I have such a grasp of what I say right there. And I really count my blessings every day. Has it been perfect? Of course not. Of course not. I mean, do I make the best of it? You bet I do. And you know, that's a gift I've had all my life, no matter what's going on in my life. And I have stories, I've told you some before, but I have a lot more. I've had stories where I'm at my lowest possible moment. And I think, you know, really though, you know, as a person, you think to yourself, man, this sucks. You're like, I don't need this. I don't need this crap. You know, this really sucks, you know? And, and you know, I had, I had a few of those experiences. One, when the car was taken out of my driveway and repossessed because I didn't pay the, the car bill. Well, that kind of sucked. But guess whose fault that was? <laughs> I blamed it on the car company, of course, as a young punk. But, uh, you know, you learn pretty fast, don't you, friends? You know? And so, you know, there are those times where you go through those things and we learn. And we, that's, we, we're, we're failed. I mean, human beings are that way. We are that way. But it's what we learn from those moments that actually make us the very best we can be. I was just thinking the other day as well, you know, how much I know now and where I'm at in my life. If I only had this when I was in my 20s, I could have set the world on fire back then, you know, right? I mean, that would have been like the perfect scenario, man. I, and now I'm worried about I'm going to wake up one day and look like an old man somewhere. And I'm going to say, then I'll have everything I wanted to work for and I won't be able to see straight. I said, well, that sucks too. I don't want that. See, see the problem? Now to get over that, what I do is I take healthy cell, healthy cell. That's how I keep it going, people. Where do you think the energy comes from? 
Some of it comes from my dwarf planet Pluto, but the rest of it comes from just good, healthy immune system. Now, I love this product. I've been taking it for over four years. Love the company. And uh, there's a series of products. You hear Dr. McCullough and I talk about it. You hear Paul Engel on the Constitution study talking about it. Rob and Andrew after dark talking about it. A lot of our hosts, they love it. Love it, love it, love it. It's a micro gel. Comes in a little, little package. You can take it right out of the package into your mouth, which a lot of people do. I do not do that. I put it in a few ounces of water because I take other things. I take extra zinc. I take extra D. I take, uh, I take um, NAC. You know, I take other things that I want in my body because I, I'm re- I want to be ready to kick ass here, man. Come on, get up. So I put in a little bit of water and then I take the other things with it and it's absolutely perfect. They have a product called Immune Super Boost. It has vitamin C, D3, zinc, echinacea extract, elderberry extract. It is amazing. Immune Super Boost. That helps you with any fight of any cold, influenza, virus, SARS-CoV-2 or anything else that's coming your way. That's the deal. All our listeners get 20% off that first order. Just use the code out loud or click the banner ad back at America Out Loud for healthy cell. It is a phenomenal, phenomenal product. Uh, the other product I got to tell you about is Cofix RX. Cofix RX. Everybody's using it. It's these little bottles. It does a nasal rinse. We got to wash our, our noses, is what it is. Uh, and this is a great product. Again, 20% off that order you get as well. Out, out loud. See, that's the thing about life. Out loud is the gift. That's the key to this whole thing. Out loud. See? And out loud gets you all kinds of savings too. So you can click the banner ad as well back there at America Out Loud. But this is a nasal rinse. It has povidine iodine in there, and it will kill, my friends, anything in your nose. Perfectly safe will kill anything in there. Again, SARS-CoV-2. Imagine if we had this in the early on start of the pandemic, how many people's lives we would have saved. That is a thought I think about often. I wish I could have done something back then to get this product into people's hands. Sincerely, I would have paid for it and done it to save those lives. I, I rest assured. CofixRx.com forward slash out loud, get the 20% off. Make sure you have a bottle for everybody in the family and everybody you love. Um, even people you like, you don't have to give them to the Marxists, but everybody else, give a bottle of that Cofix RX too. It's good, good stuff. There's a lot more great. And, and I don't, I, I, I'm going to go to break here. And I got to say one other thing here. There's a new uh, uh, click ad on message. Uh, um, these are all strategic partners, by the way, but there's another message on AmericaOutloud.com. I want you to check out when you have a moment on the Genesis Fogger. You heard me talk about it on Viewpoint. This is an amazing product because it uses HOCL. These are all products that benefit our lives uh, in our bodies and our minds. That's what I love. We refuse a lot of advertisers here. These are the kinds of these are the kind of products I want. I want to help people. So Genesis Fogger is amazing. There's a free ebook. Get the free ebook. There's no obligation whatsoever, I promise you. You just click the link on the banner ad back there or go to genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud. Either way, uh, check out everything about HOCL. It's an amazing product. They have it there, but they also have this amazing Fogger. You put the HOCL, it goes through the room you're in and it's just unbelievable. If you have mold problems, things like that, this product is amazing. Our listeners, again, what did I say? Code out loud, 15% off the product of the Fogger. So check that out as well. It's an amazing product. Uh, Wow, I I feel like I'm on a roll here, right? What else do we have that can help save your life? Well, the other thing we have is back at AmericaOutloud.com is share the stories. 
share the great stories, share the shows. Let's wake people up in this fight of good and evil. And by the way, I took my walk this morning. I walked four miles. How about you? How many did you walk? I walked four miles, came back, took my healthy cell, did a, got through a lot of deadlines, had seven or eight calls. And here we are doing the show with you all and ready to take on the day here, friends. It's a beautiful life. Well, it's, a, it's, a, it's you know, what I said as a kid here, it's a great life if you don't weaken. Uh, I had an uncle who told me that, uh, Uncle Bernie. Remember I told you all the time about Uncle Bernie? He always told me that. Malcolm, it's a great life if you don't weaken. And that was the message from Uncle Bernie. Well, my friends, I don't plan on weakening. So we have to keep it a great life. We'll join you just on the other side here. You're listening to the voice of a nation. Our global experts are brilliant writers and engaging hosts on a mission of a lifetime. You'll find the latest news and inspiration on the front page of AmericaOutloud.com. While many things we hear are lies, we know one thing is true. Viruses exist and people get sick. Look, there's no guaranteed way to keep from getting sick, but there is a way to reduce your chances. Cofix RX, the original povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray that you hear Dr. McCullough talking about, provides an additional invisible layer of protection from colds, flu, coronaviruses, and more. Click the banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and use promo code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Stay protected with Cofix RX. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day. Yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years. Brush, floss, repeat. We're told to use fluoride, which doesn't really address the acid-creating bacteria. That is where the dentist-recommended Spry Dental Defense System shines. Spry products contain xylitol, a natural sugar, which helps get rid of those nasty, smelly, acid-creating bacteria in our mouth. The best way to care for your teeth and gums is by using Spry. The Spry Dental Defense System has a wide variety of products, toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and chewing gums that are designed to work together to keep your teeth clean and mouth healthy and smelling sweet all day long. To get your oral care back on track in an easy, effective, and very tasty way, switch to Spry today. Ask your dentist about Xylitol and the Spry products. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural product retailers. Welcome back to the Voice of a Nation. It is Malcolm Out Loud here, yours truly, and it is a privilege to be with you, friends, as always. Thank you for joining us on the mission. The entire program at America Out Loud is a mission, and we invite you in. You take your shoes off, stay a while, be comfortable, and that's the kind of family we have at America Out Loud. Be comfortable. And please invite people in your circle and those outside of your circle as well. Uh, that's how we're going to get our Democrat friends. Yes, we, we absolutely have Democrat friends, uh, people left of center, independents. We love all those people. We love Americans of all stripes. We love the diversity of opinion, diversity of thought, uh, diversity of everything. That's what makes America, America. So invite them in here at America Out Loud. They have a home here. 
and, and we love them. Um, and the, the only thing we're fighting against is evil, the Marxist left and Satan himself. That's it, people. Other than that, everything else is game, right? All right, let's talk a little bit more about this end game here. I want to bring on a a new writer to the platform. I've never had her on before, uh, but she's brand new on the platform. She's written a couple of great pieces. She's a thinker. Now, I love people who think they're thinkers. Is You know what I'm saying? You know, somebody's just spewing stuff. We, we tend to be thinkers, you know, and so we take the problems far outside of the box. And of course, many of us, like myself, don't have a box. So we never have to worry about thinking outside the box because we don't own one to begin with, uh, which is even a better strategy in life, by the way, here. Uh, one of her recent pieces here got some pretty good attention here. Does Joe Biden aspire to be America's last president? And it is a head scratcher, isn't it? You scratch your head and you think, what does that really mean? Well, some of the stuff we've been talking about up front with Dr. Jay Lehrer and all explained what we really mean by that. And if that end game was what it was, that could very well be the case. Um, Patricia Antone joins me now, and she is uh, just an advocate of liberty. She is an activist out there and uh, really doing some awesome stuff in the, in the big world. Uh, you say no American administration has ever seemed so entirely unconcerned about hemorrhaging political capital. And I was thinking about this, and you, you wrote about it, but I've been thinking about the last few weeks. It, it, it's all being done in the light of day is what's happening, which is really, truly remarkable. Uh, there's no apologies, and there's no correct on the path either. There's none of that happening. And that's really the same as what you're saying. They're, they're not worried about any political... It's almost like they know things we don't know. It's almost like the globalists are on the march. It's almost like they have an end game and they're after that end game right now. And which is why a lot of people think we got to be weary of this midterm election. But I'm, I'm thinking the cry uh, is going to be so out loud in our nation. I don't see how they're going to pull anything off. And if they try to, I think there'll absolutely be a war in this country. There'll be a revolutionary war to the likes of what they haven't seen. Won't be between the people. It won't be a civil war. It, it'll, 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 it'll be a different kind of war for sure. Uh, talk to me about that, uh, that uh, hemorrhaging of the political capital and what you really think, Patricia. Well, and, and that's the most on, ominous sign, really, Malcolm, is that they aren't seeming concerned about that. The strategy of the political left has been to generate political capital by collectivizing, you know, by pitting this group against that group. And the whole collectives thing has been the strategy for amassing political capital. So this entire time during which they have been ascendant, so to speak, They've they've been amassing political capital and now they're spending it wildly. It's just a, it's you know, like I say in the article, it's hemorrhaging without seeming concern and all of the things that they are overtly doing that harm the nation. Obama introduced this idea that that uh, basically America had to pay for its sins mm. by by wow. hurting itself, the, wow. you know, economically and so forth like this. And and uh, and now that that attitude is being acted on actively by this administration. Is Obama the one behind the Biden cabal there? I, you know, I, I wouldn't know that for sure, but I think a lot of us suspect that. I'm, I'm among those who suspect that for sure. Yeah, it's what I'm asking. Yeah, you suspect it as well. A lot of my, a lot of people around me believe that's the case that he is. Remember, there was a man who uh, we couldn't find any of his original papers or papers. 
uh, you know, yeah. um, it, 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 we really don't know whether he fell. For, he might be from Pluto, although I don't think my ancestors would have allowed him on the planet here, quite frankly. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but he, he, you know, I railed against him heavy when he was in office. I was on national radio. This is before America Out Loud now, uh, because we're only six years old. Uh, but that, but he was the reason we started America Out Loud because we seen the Marxist agenda really take form in our nation. He is the cat who wanted to transform our nation and made it very clear. He also went around the. The, the, the globe, not only apologizing for American exceptionalism, if you remember, Patricia, but he would tell other countries it doesn't mean anything because, right. you know, hey, after all, France has France exceptionalism, Germany exceptionalism. I said, what? What are you talking yeah, you about the, here? The conversation that that really got it for me and really crystallized the whole communist agenda as as he kind of personified it for me was when he was talking to Joe the plumber. Remember that conversation? Yeah. And he openly admitted that he would rather diminish wealth without benefit to the government than than to actually increase the tax base. And and that's what crystallized it for me. It was this um, basically this value that said I'd rather everyone be equal in misery than I would to elevate anyone at all. Yeah. When I said up front in the program, Trisha, I talked about uh, the the um, the pain that's being inflicted onto uh, the American people. What I started to think about in the last few months is that potentially they would start to do band-aids on things because the Marxist left and the Democrat Party are very smart people. These are not stupid people. A lot of people call them stupid. They're no, not, not stupid by any stretch of the imagination. They're mm -hmm. not. They're very calculated, very smart, very intellectually smart. They know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of these things, I was expecting to see some of these Band-Aids put on policies because anytime you look at previous elections, typically when you come into the election cycle of that year, they will start lying, double down on the lion, not just the uh, surface lion, but they'll double down on the lion. And then they'll come up with policies that, you know, just to fix all the blunders they had, because they, they, at that point, they know they're going to lose their pants. So they just, you know, they just lie, lie, lie all day long. And I started to expect to see some of that, but then I didn't see it. And then like with all these policies, Patricia, and then when I read your piece and you talked about hemorrhaging political capital, and I thought, she's right. They had a lot of political capital when they started this thing. Mm -hmm. They were going to be, you know, the new uh, messiah here, you know, uh, and fix all this stuff. And of course, they got rid of big, bad Trump. Remember there, Tricia, you know, mm -hmm. um, the guy who had all the policies that helped the everyday American. Right. I mean, well, that kind of a guy, you know, the America first guy. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. The guy. Right. The guy that was America first, but also told the evil people what avenue to take off the highway. Right. Right. Mm -hmm which is what I do. I, so I get what that means. I, I, I get Trump totally, but the system doesn't allow for that. But when you look at the infliction of pain here and all the policies that you point out in that terrific piece you wrote here, and we talk, I talked about historically being a, a moment where there is so much pain and the policies are just not impacting anybody. There, there doesn't seem to be any recourse, redirection, there seems to be no Band-Aids. They are just blatant in your face. Why are they that way, Patricia? Why are they hemorrhaging all this capital? Why do they don't give a rat's ass what's think, happening? And they're full. And I, why? Why? Yeah, I, I think the foundation, I think they believe the foundation 
is weak enough? And what is the foundation? The foundation is respect for the equal standing of each person's life and rights. That is the foundation of Western society. It predates, obviously, our declaration, our constitution, but it is the foundation on which our country rests. And so it has become the basis of moral conduct at the purpose of law and the measure of justice, respect for each individual person. And I believe that they assume this to be enough damaged, enough supplanted with a collectivist authorization to have the government basically engineer society by faction, engineering, um, you know, fairness, so to speak, as as, uh, defined through statistics. And I think that they, they believe that that foundation is now eroded enough that they can enter the end game or the, the final push for conquest. So you so think I, the I, re-engineering, think the re-engineering is happening. It has been happening right along, but it's, it's, it's right out in front of us. Right. 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 And, and the re-engineering has taken the form of basically schools and, and, and everything. And, and yeah, exactly. Pulling that whole respect for each person. Oh, yeah. America used to subscribe to the old adage, my rights end where your nose begins. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. 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 we, you know, and that is basically the golden rule, too. We used to subscribe to that on an instinctive basis. And that was the that was the basis of, of our moral conduct within society, within with each other. And, and that's why it became the purpose of law and the measure of justice. That's a manifestation of a basic foundational moral construct. Right. Well, if we can replace that, if we can replace the individual, if we can replace respect for individuals with an authorization to, to go for the greater good okay. uh, by way of authority. Then, All right, let, then let me that's ask what you this. Doing. Let me ask you this, and I want to bring Dr. Jay Lair on with us to converse on this point here. And I, I just give me a short answer to this. Uh, are you right now looking at everything, the hemorrhaging that's gone on, the re-engineering that's in play, the end game over here to seize the moment, and yet they're unsettling a lot of people, as I said up front, the Bezos and the Muslims, and all those people are now getting unglued and unsettled with what the hell is going on here. And people are starting to even, the whispers are getting a little bit louder now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you see now between now and do you have a sense that Americans rise, that America rises? Do you see the midterm as a defining moment of something or does that play to that more of that re-engineering the master plan they have or does America rise to the occasion, I'm asking you? I think the direction of human liberty always moves to advance. You know, and, and, and I, so I agree with Dr. Lair on that. Does liberty survive here in this place and this time in America today? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because I, I do know that the confidence they exude and, and the, the, the very weird, the very weird lack of concern, as, as you noted, previous terms, previous midterm elections have seen a move toward the center, or at yeah. least a, an Every attempt time. to look. Every and time. It, and it isn't happening yeah. this time. No, no. And there's a good no. reason for that. 
I don't There's know a good reason, reason for that. All right, let's get Jay to opine on that. Dr. Jay Lear is still with us here. And uh, so you hear the point now that Patricia is, we're talking about with the re-engineering, Jay, the hemorrhaging of political capital, the re-engineering. You read her article and you actually said to me, uh, sent me a message this morning before we even came on and said it was brilliant. You said it was a brilliant. She said so much in such short words, so little words. You said it was great. Uh, talk about that. Now, what she says, it, 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 I, I mean, I know you you probably say we can do it. I say we can do it as an optimist. But what she's, I think, saying as well, there's so much damage, Jay, that's been done in our school systems and the indoctrination. They, they, they've been, you know, destroying all the statues. They've been blowing history up. They've been they've been on this march for some years now is what we're suggesting uh, is how does this defining moment happen in November? Well, first of all, let me say that the- Patricia is a little more cerebral than I. In this article, she really breaks down uh, every detail of what these people are doing in their effort to destroy America. The only thing she misses in the article is by calling the spade a spade, that that is their goal. I mean, she hasn't summed up every little thing they're doing as being you know, part of a strategic plan. Uh, and the reason their strategic plan is wrong and, and the evil's plan already always are because they get to a point where uh, power corrupts them totally and they don't give a darn about the people they wish to enslave. Uh, what I see, and I'm seeing it all over the country as I travel, is the fact that literally every day a few hundred more Americans uh, wake up to what's going on at the gas pump, the grocery store and the like, and they will recognize on election day in November, this is the one small thing that they can do is not vote for the Democrats who obviously have brought it, brought it upon them. Now, I think a third of the country leans to being Marxist, progressive, liberal or Democrat, as we know it. Uh, so they're going to certainly stay with the Democrats, but the two thirds of the country is more apolitical and they're, they're all being hurt by it. They're all being hurt by it and they feel hopeless except at the ballot box. So uh, I could not be more confident and I've even run into people more confident than I. I was predicting a 40 vote uh, turn in the election and uh, I've run into people more attuned to the politics than I that will say it'll be closer to 60 or 70 votes. So every day I wake up when I see this administration doing evil things, I say, hooray. That's accounting for more <laughs> votes in the right direction. As Dr. Jay Lair there, he says, hooray, which really uh, resonates with what I've been telling you friends out there. Uh, Patricia, last word. Do you agree with that? Uh, the, the hooray part at this point to be able to fix the damage? Well, I, I, I totally agree with, with Dr. Lair that in the end, the, 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 basic direction that we've always gone from the Magna Carta forward has been in the direction of human liberty. And so, but there's been setbacks throughout history and, and right. our, is America in a, in a setback right now? And, and will liberty prevail here in this place and time? That, that I don't know that we can know on the basis that 
that they cheated before and and mm. uh, they've obviously mm. shown that it, they're capable of cheating again i'm i'm really hopeful about one point that you made dr lair about the fact that six states were key and they had to concentrate their efforts in those right. six states right. Right. last time and and this time it's not going to be the same because no the pain is universal. So, yeah, you know, yeah. that's, that's a hopeful sign. Actually. It is indeed. It is indeed there. Uh, that is uh, really a, just a terrific new writer and voice on the platform here. Um, uh, Patricia Antone, uh, you'll see her up in the nav bar uh, menu and you can read her write-ins. Uh, her piece, Does Joe Biden Aspire to be America's Last President, is a, surely a must read. There's also a brand new piece out from Dr. Jay Lair, that has had a tremendous amount of uh, eyeballs uh, uh, over the last night. Just, I think we're live on uh, Sunday, but it's it's a great piece. Uh, again, ESG is the perfect storm against capitalism to destroy our way of life. Again, really makes you think solid, solid read. Read those two, and you'll be that much more knowledgeable about the problems we're faced with. Uh, interesting way uh, of, of capturing this moment, and what a terrific, terrific conversation. I knew coming on here today, before even one word was spoken, that this was going to be a remarkable conversation. I really, I really did. And I knew that because we had both Dr. Jay Lair here, which is going to be, and uh, I knew this other a terrific new writer uh, and um, voice here, Patricia Antone. Uh, Patricia Antone, remember that uh, again on the platform here. You know, America Out Loud is a magnet. It's a magnet to uh, patriots. It's a magnet to uh, pro-America, pro-Christian. Uh, th this is a pro-life, pro-freedom, pro, -life, uh, pro Love, you know, it's the fight of good and evil. It's what uh, what Dr. Jay Lair said right up front. He he knows he was here when I launched this thing, uh, the essence of this program here, and uh, the voice of a nation. Um, we come at you every day, friends, at 6 p.m. Eastern time on the iHeartRadio network, as you know. Uh, and the replay is at 11 p.m. Eastern time now. Uh, so 6 and 11, uh, Monday through Friday, you catch the voice of a nation. There are times you're hearing uh, the voices of Ilana Friedman and uh, Wallace Garneau, who are guest hosting for me. And it's only because of my obligations and duties with the network is probably more one, more than one human being can potentially handle. Uh, so I need a little help along the way here, and they have been guest hosting and uh, assisting with that, so we appreciate that very much. Listen, get get out there, get back. America Allowed help us share all that. Work hard. This is working hard for our country. This is a mission. This is a mission we're on in the fight of good and evil here. And as always, thank you for joining me here on that important mission. It's time to get involved and get loud America.